are in the final segment, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, this week's edition of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football talk. This is In My Own Words with yours truly, your boy, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios, Nick Saban, the Alabama football program, and this fan base trying to start afresh. Wanting a new beginning, generating a clean slate, if you will, especially after the college football playoff national championship game against Clemson on last Monday did not go according to plan. There are a lot of news, notes, and information for us to dive into, but we start off with some players that have decided to not return to the University of Alabama for 2019. They have declared for the upcoming NFL Draft a huge congratulations in order for running back Josh Jacobs, offensive lineman Jonah Williams, defensive lineman Quinnen Williams, tight end Irv Smith Jr., linebacker Mac Wilson, safety Deontay Thompson, and cornerback Savion Smith. The trio of Jonah Williams, Quinnen Williams, and Deontay Thompson All-Americans under Nick Saban in 2018. Jonah Williams, Quinnen Williams, unanimous All-Americans. Deontay Thompson, a consensus All-American. Josh Jacobs, a game-changing running back. Irv Smith Jr., who was developed nicely at tight end. Savion Smith started his career at Louisiana State University before taking the JUCO route and going to Mississippi Gulf Coast before landing at Alabama. And then last but not least, Mac Wilson, who's looked at as the number two inside linebacker on draft boards behind Devin White, the Buckkiss Award winner from LSU. Wilson, a part of the 2017 National Championship squad for the Crimson Tide. So huge congrats to those guys as they pursue a professional career. But in looking at guys that can potentially return and will return to the Crimson Tide for next fall. We start this list off with Anthony Jennings, the 6'3", 266-pound redshirt junior outside linebacker out of Dadeville, Alabama, the former four-star. He can still potentially declare for the NFL draft, has not done it yet, but can still potentially declare. But should he decide to come back, should he return, Here is somebody that is a wrecking ball, a freak show, a big-time playmaker as an edge rusher, as a guy that can stop the run, as a guy that can affect the passing game, and a guy that will bring back experience, leadership, along with the boatload of undeniable talent. The big thing for Anthony Jennings is the 2017 college football playoff semifinal matchup against Clemson He sustained the knee injury in 2018 to start the year, was not himself, was not healthy, did not start to really get going until down the stretch. And uh, for him, I understand injuries are inevitable. They happen. Stuff happens. But for NFL scouts, having that one year where you can see Jennings healthy, full on, and consistently doing his thing on the field, creating tackles for laws, creating sacks, affecting quarterbacks, setting the edge, stopping the run, showing that experience and leadership. Having him do that a full year healthy goes a long way 
and Jennings raising his stock to potentially be a first-round value when the 2020 draft rolls along. So if he decides to come back, which should he do that, having that chance to be 100% healthy and really showing scouts that he can do it all on a consistent basis, big deal for him. When I look at Terrell Lewis, who announced at the media day at the Orange Bowl prior to Alabama facing Oklahoma at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida, Terrell Lewis announced he was coming back. And for him, the same thing as Anthony Jennings. The guy's an absolute freak show. A monster at 6'5", 256 pounds, the former five-star from Washington, D.C. We know what Terrell Lewis can do. We know he can sack the quarterback. We know he can affect the passing game. We know he can stop the run. We know he can strike fear into opposing offenses. The main thing is, can we see a full year healthy of T. Lou? If college football can see a full year healthy of Lewis, NFL scouts are going to be drooling at the mouth because they know the talent that he presents. And you get a healthy Terrell Lewis, you get a healthy Anthony Jennings, you got depth, you got experience, you got leaders at the outside linebacker position that will raise heck. So the same thing with Lewis as is with Jennings, having that full year healthy is a big, big deal. It's a huge deal. In terms of Raekwon Davis at defensive end, who's announced he's coming back, the big thing for him is reemerging showing up, reestablishing himself as the force that the Alabama football program, this fan base, he himself knows that he is. Going back to Davis' sophomore year in 2017, the guy was outstanding, was one of the team leaders in tackles, one of the team leaders in tackles for loss. I believe he had a team-high 10 sacks, was all over the field. And whether it was due to the fact that Deron Payne was being double-teamed so it opened up more opportunities for Davis. He was out there. He was making plays. He was sacking quarterbacks. He was giving offensive linemen and offensive coordinator headaches. In 2018, fans did not see the same Raekwon Davis. Was it the fact that he was double teamed and it allowed Quentin Williams to rise? Or was it him buying into too much of the preseason hype? Remains to be seen, but with Quentin Williams gone, with Isaiah Bugs gone, the scepter, the baton, the torch returns to Davis. And big man, it's 6'7", 316 pounds. What are you going to do? Because the coaching staff is going to give you that tough love. They're going to encourage you tough. But here's a moment for Raekwon to show that I am a top five, a top ten pick. I'm a big time star. Here's his moment to kind of re-grab, reassert himself, and take some of that swagger back that was lost in 2018. So, big season to come for Raekwon Davis in the future. When I look at Trayvon Diggs and Shaheem Carter, Shaheem Carter had, can still declare for the NFL draft, but is right now still on the Alabama roster. Trayvon Diggs has announced via Twitter that he is coming back for a senior year when I look at both guys, highly athletic, love to jam, whether it's playing at Island Corner or in that nickel spot as Shaheem Carter played on of last season. For both guys, it's 
fine-tuning things. It's putting it all together in the secondary for NFL scouts. They Both guys athletic. Both guys long arms. Both guys strong IQ. But it's now putting the total package in place to where when you turn on that tape and you watch Trayvon Diggs or you turn on that tape and you watch Shaheem Carter, you as an NFL scout is going, I gotta have it. You as an NFL scout is going, these two are the real deal. You as an NFL scout is going, I don't care what it takes. If they fall to me or if I have a chance to trade up and get that guy, I'm getting that guy. So that's what it boils down to for Diggs and Carter is fine-tuning things and putting it all together. But enlisting Anthony Jennings, Terrell Lewis, Raekwon Davis, Shaheem Carter, Trayvon Diggs, the biggest picture is for those guys, when you are mentally and physically undressed by your opponent in the biggest game of the year, on the biggest stage, the national championship, that should drive you to want to come back. I can understand Alabama losing by five or losing by three or losing by seven, even losing by 10 if the Tide is able to make it interesting late in the football game. But to be mentally and physically dominated by almost 30 points, that's not the Bama way. That's not the Bama moniker. That's not the Bama motif. The Bama moniker is Alabama is making teams quit. The Tide is breaking guys' wheels. Alabama is taking the souls away from opposition. So when you see an opposing team manhandle a Nick Saban coached unit the way Clemson did on last Monday, as a player, you would not want your final lasting image of college football to be that type of embarrassment. So that should just drive those guys to want to come back and show, okay, that was not real Alabama. We're going to show you what real Alabama is, point blank, period. But that's just me. In terms of the big news, when you look at coaching turnover part two for the Crimson Tide, despite the 2019 class being the number one recruiting class and Saban bringing in all these hotshot guys, these young guys like Carl Scott, like Josh Gaddis, like Pete Golding, You bump up Tosh LaPoy from inside. You bump up Michael Knoxley from inside. You bring in Dan Enos. You have all of this fire and charisma infused into your program, and you bring in the number one class. Unfortunately, the tie didn't really have those teachers, instructors, guys that can get down and show players how to really play their respective position, with the exception of Gaddis and Enos. Now, Gaddis showed why receivers had to get down. Gaddis did what he had to do. That was a teacher right there. The same thing with Dan Enos, helping Tua Tagovailoa be a Heisman Trophy finalist and greatly improving Jalen Hurts. Enos and Gaddis were teachers. A lot of the other coaches being brought in had a few issues there. And for Nick Saban, for this retooling his staff is concerned, got to find those teachers now, especially with... Mike Knoxley gone to Maryland to be the head coach. Dan Enos going to Miami to be the offensive coordinator. Josh Gaddis going to Michigan to be the offensive coordinator. And Brent Key going to Georgia Tech to be the offensive line coach and associate head coach. So 
right now, Jeff Banks still on staff, a special teams coach and tight ends coach. Joe Pananzio still on staff as running backs coach. Now, I'm being told Pananzio may possibly be moved to an all-field role. Remains to be seen. Nothing has been confirmed yet, but that's what I'm hearing. And then when you look at Butch Jones, he's still here at the University of Alabama. Now, does he get bumped up to an all-field role? Does Maryland come down to bring him in? All of these are different rumors going around. But as of right now, Butch Jones is still in Tuscaloosa. On the defensive side of the football, everybody is still intact. Tosh LePoy is still around. Pete Golding still around. Craig Kumagowski, defensive line coach, still around. Carl Scott still in the program. Now, just like offensive guys that Nick Saban is looking at to replace the ones that have left, uh, defensive guys are not out of the woods just yet. Nick Saban calling up his list of defensive assistants that he likes, that he has a mutual relationship with. So, We'll see what happens. I'm also being told, once again, nothing concrete, but being told that there's a good possibility that Craig Kulagowski and Tosh LePoy may not return. The team, the team seems to like Pete Golding, seems to like, uh, seems to like Carl Scott. So, once again, as we continue to get information in, uh, yours truly of Touchdown Alabama Magazine will inform you on in my own words or in certain articles but the big thing for Nick Saban is getting the teachers now getting the instructors now and getting those guys that want to commit to the University of Alabama a lot of names flying out there even here and Steve Sarkeesian is back in Alabama possibly as a quarterback's coach and we'll touch on that in another show to start the next edition but the biggest thing for Saban getting the teachers, getting the instructors, getting guys that can really, really develop these players and have them prepared to play consistent football and Alabama-style football on Saturdays, each Saturday in the fall. But that's going to do it here for this edition of shows on In My Own Words. As always, folks, the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app, you can check it out. For all things Crimson Tide football, as we hit you from all angles, the iPhone App Store, Team Apple, Google Play Store, Team Android, is where you can check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. If you want to check out the podcast live, you can get that via SoundCloud, via iTunes for the computer. You can also get us on uh, Apple Podcasts, the mobile version, or Overcast.com. So many ways to check out the In My Own Words podcast. Download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app to keep in tune with your Crimson Tide. For all of us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine, I'm yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Next week, on the next edition of shows, we dive into more of the coaching names being brought into the fray. Until next time, folks, in my own words, so long, everybody. <laughs>